Hey, welcome to International Solidarity Movement Podcast. يلا اهلا وسهلا بكم في اذاعه حاكه التضامن الدوليه فلسطين. Hello and welcome to the International Solidarity Movement Podcast. In this episode, we speak to Issam Odi about the work to commemorate martyrs in occupied Palestine. We met Issam after we'd attended a demonstration in the city of Tokarem as part of a general strike called to remember the martyr Nasser Abu Hamid. Nasser had died earlier that morning in prison after a battle with cancer. Prisoners' organizations and his loved ones said that Nasser had been denied proper medical care. And now over to Issam to talk about the importance of revolutionary remembrance in the Palestinian anti-colonial struggle. أنا عصام عودي من طول كريم سكان طول كريم أمين سر أو مدير تجمع الوطن لأسر الشهداء مهنة الحقيقة هي هي إنه أنا مدرب سواقة وهنا بخدم لأسر الشهداء بمثابة تطوع لا أتقاضى عليه أجر صار لي هون تقريبا ست سنوات بدون انقطاع بدون انه اتقاضى راتب احنا هون بنقدم خدمات لكل اسر الشهداء الخدمات المعنويه الخدمات النفسيه بنقدم لهم عطاءات بنساعدهم بنروح نزور الناس من اسر شهداء من عائلات لشهداء مصطورين بنتعايش معهم في كل اوضاعهم بنتعايش معهم بكل اوضاعهم بنعيش المعاناه معهم بنوصل كبار السن فيهم بنقعد منهم بنشعرهم انه احنا بمثابه ابنائهم حتى انه بنقبل اياديهم بنشوف قديش حجم المعاناه وحجم الشدائد اللي هم بيعانوها في فقدان اولادهم. He is Sam Oudi. Actually he is uh, like a teacher and driver. Driver driver. Uh, yeah, uh, this is his official job that he gets salary from it. But he is here as a head of the uh, Prisoners' Families Union collection uh, as a volunteer since six years. And their job is to uh, visit the families of the martyrs uh, and uh, feel how suffering they are. And give them uh, like uh, support, uh, like uh, material support or uh, like social support by visiting them and let them feel that when they lost their sons as a martyr, we are the collective of uh, the volunteers in this collective. Are there some instead of So whatever their needs, they can uh, come to us. We can visit them. We can like treat like sons of them. Even sometimes kiss their hands according to our cultural issues, just to feel that we are their sons. And they will make the lose is a little bit like few. And when the families feel that there is people around them supporting them instead of their losses of their sons, it will be a nice issue. طبعاً إن الكثير من الحالات اللي ليس فقط هي ومقاومة احتلال إن حالات إنسانية كثيرة 
أطفال روحوا من مدارسهم واستشهدوا بطلق الاحتلال عندنا قضايا الناس كانوا مريضين بالسرطان في حال في ذهابهم للمستشفيات أو رجوعهم قتلوهم برصاص الاحتلال قتلوا الكثير من أبناء من أسر الشهداء اللي ما لهم دخل يعني هي عاطفية وإنسانية بحتي وخلال يعني التحقيقات اللي, اللي قاموا فيها مؤسسات الحقوق الدوليه وكذا هاي يعني تبين انه في كثير من الحالات هي كانت قتل عشوائي او مقصود yeah. when There is a lot of uh, like people who died by suffering, going to the hospitals. Schools. Children, children uh, goes out of the schools and by accident they are killed by the Israelis or by other ones. What is called martyrs is the people who are suffering under the occupation. If they are killed directly by the occupation or by the suffering of living under the occupation. وركز على كلمة يعني مقصود القتل. And uh, of course. Uh, this kind of uh, harassment or uh, killing it, it it can be like uh, killed or keeping suffering by bearbars by the occupation of the struggles that they are doing while they are treating our nation. طبعا عندنا الكثير من الحالات اللي بتمنى لو يكون عندهم وقت في يوم ثاني انهم يجوا ويقعدوا مع اهالي الشهداء اللي كانوا ضحيه احتلال غاشم من اطفال ونساء وشيوخ وناس عندهم امراض مزمنه كسرطان هم مجرد انه يقعدوا مع عائلات هذول الشهداء انا متاكد انهم راح يبكوا بكاء شديد من 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 جراء هذا الاحتلال الغاشم. Yeah, in other days or in other days that you can visit some of these martyrs' families and see how they are suffering, how they are telling their stories of people who died uh, by the occupation in Berbas or in direct or indirect things and see how many children, uh, women, eldest people died because of this. suffering beside the uh, resistance martyrs. So, of course, that if you stay here, maybe you can uh, feel that. Maybe while you are in Ramallah, if you have a chance to visit the family of Nasir Abu Ahmed, for example, uh, you will see how much this woman, the old woman, of the mother of six prisoners, uh, one martyr, How it can be واحنا ممكنين طبعا انه عن طريق الاجانب او الصحافه الاجنبيه اللي بتوصل لعنا احنا ممكنين انهم هم نافذتنا للعالم هم اكثر ناس بيقدروا يوصلوا الخبر الحقيقي للعالم عكس ما الاحتلال بروج حقيقه في كل العالم اي دوله عانت احتلال او مقاومه احتلال 
زي مثل الايرلنديين يعني لما قاوموا احتلال او كانوا ضد يعني احنا في عندنا فيلم اللي هو اسمه بريف احنا هذا الفيلم موجود عندنا كثير منه على ارض الواقع فاحنا ليش ممنوع علينا انه احنا نقاوم الاحتلال وهي فلسطين هي الدوله الوحيده بالعالم اللي اليوم عليها محتل اسمه يهود yeah, Uh, international media and human rights organization to come here and to become our uh, window to the world to tell about our uh, suffering about our uh, like uh, suffering from the long occupation and we know about different uh, uh, international experience like what happened in Ireland You mentioned and there is a lot of uh, films, media, videos, and reports about what's happening around the world. So it uh, it, it will be appreciated that uh, we, the Palestinians, suffering for this long time to be also covered uh, by you or international media in order to show that. We have the right to resist the occupation and to end this occupation. وحتى مش بس إنه انتهاء الحلال حس حتى إنه إحنا إن نعيش بسلام ون يعني نشعر يعني ال ال بنظر إنه الأجنبي لا يطيق لح لحظة واحدة ممكن يقعد في غرفته أيام بس برضا بس إنك أنت تقول له في الغرفة وتسكر عليه باب دقيقة واحدة أنا متأكد إنه راح يرفض فما بالك في احتلال قاعد بيقتحم مدننا وبيوتنا وبيسكر علينا وبخنقنا وبقتل يعني بقتل الولد قدام ابوه بقتل البنت قدام امها بقتل الكهل وبقتل الطفل فهذا يعني ما اعتقدش حتى هم كاجانب وبتعايشوا معنا او بشوفوا حياتنا اليوميه اللي احنا بنعانيها على الحواجز بالتنقلات بين المدن يعني هذا حكي غير مقبول حتى للغريب ف احنا اصحاب الشأن واحنا اللي قاعدين بنعاني فقياسهم على اللي احنا بنعانيه يا ريت هم بس يحطوا نتبادل الادوار هل بيقبلوا في هذا الوضع او لا؟ يا يا جست لايك وي نو ذات يو كان ايماجين ميبي ان يور كونتريز سم بيبول ار سفرين فيو ديز ان فيو بيريود ان بريزن اور مارتلز It is not like as much as happened for our nation. They are uh, daily suffering from checkpoints, killed in the checkpoints, killed in demonstration, killed in the street, and longer occupation. That's, yeah. Uh, if we turn the shift between like European countries or people there and the Palestinian people to live the same situation, it will not be. Uh, accepted or even you cannot live in that. So you may feel this issue and you can be sent the right message to the world how it goes. I think it's the specific questions about something you can mention it. So is it possible to give a bit of an overview of the history of the organizing around the martyrs? إذا بتحكي لنا عن تجمع الوطن لأسر الشهداء تاريخها 
شو بتشتغل؟ طبعا هاي الجمعيه او التجمع هو قديم جدا هو منبثق عن منظمه التحرير هو قائم على خدمه اسر الشهداء بقدم لهم معونات المساعدات النفسيه والانسانيه بنحاول انه قدر الامكان انه نساعد باي شيء حتى في مجال انه نقدر نساعد في التوظيف في حل مشاكلهم بنقدر بنعمل لهم عمرات مثلا باسر الشهداء الكبار في السن اللي ما مثلا راحوا على العمره بنساعدهم انهم يروحوا يعملوا عمره بنزورهم في المستشفيات بنقدم لهم المساعدات العينيه والماديه So this uh, okay. collection of the Martyr Union is a part of it's an old issue since the start of occupation maybe and it's part of BFO uh, branches in order to support the Martyr's families who lost their sons by like uh, uh, support, uh, human support uh, maybe also fun because they lost the, the one who works in the family so to find jobs for their brothers, sisters, other salaries, small salaries in order to manage to get the life. And uh, yeah, it is a, an old collection started when this mother's happened. طبعا حتى احنا كمان بنزورهم في المناسبات اللي مناسبات استشهاد ابنائهم، المناسبات الوطنيه، الاعياد بنزورهم بنقدم لهم يعني اشياء رمزيه، بنقدم لهم هدايا عينيه. And the main issue is for visiting those families especially in the, the emergency of the death or the, uh, the death of the person that belongs to that family in the feast in different like national uh, and nervouses uh, give them some sense of all, most of all is the social support, the human support, besides other supports as as much as possible. وطبعا هذا التجمع هو اطار شعبي نقابي اجتماعي تاسس عام 1995 مهمته التصدي والدفاع عن قضيه الشهيد وحقوق أسر الشهداء وتعزيز مفهوم وقيم وقيم الشهادة والوفاء والالتزام بالشهداء وتضحيتهم. So this collection, this is officially in general, but in 1995 it was established after the BA comes here and the PLO comes here, established in 1995 in order to support those families and to defend their cases and مهمة الدفاع عن قضية الشهيد وحقوق أسر الشهداء. When they go up. وايضا تعزيز مفهوم وقيم الشهاده والوفاء والالتزام بالشهداء وتضحياتهم. 
Is it possible um, to talk a bit more about what it means, like what the symbol of the matter means? Because, for example, today we went on the demonstration. Maybe it's possible to talk about the situation today. Um, but also, if you could expand a bit on the significance of martyrs in the struggle, because a lot of the people listening to this will also not be so familiar with this context of uh, people falling in the resistance and falling in the struggle, and what the what it means for somebody to be a martyr. يعني لو نتحدث شوي عن قيمة الشهيد وشو معنى الشهيد في المجتمع الفلسطيني وكيف النظرة للشهداء وشو دورهم. يعني الشهادة شو دورها في تأتيج الوضع مثل اليوم مثلا يعني لو لو في شهيد ما كانش تجمع كبير صحيح صحيح يعني شو معنى الشهادة وقيمة الشهادة في المجتمع الفلسطيني يعني احنا لما نيجي نقول شهيد يعني انت بتحكي عن نضال حقيقي لتحرير هذا الوطن الشهيد بالمفهوم اللي موجود الشهيد هو أعلى رتبة موجودة في الوطن أعلى من كل الرتب الشهيد قيمة حقيقية لمناضل أو بغض النظر يعني كان شهيد مستهدف خلال مقاومة أو شهيد قتله نتيجة أي شيء ثاني الشهيد بيجمع بيجمع كل الناس بيعمل حالة تعاطف بين الفلسطينيين ككل مع أسرة الشهيد يعني أنت لما بتحكي شهيد يعني بطله شهيد يعني هو اخذ اكبر اعجابات كونه هو شهيد وكونه بناضل وكونه بقاوم احتلال يعني كفعاليه اليوم احنا طبعا هاي الفعاليه كانت اليوم خصوصي عشان استرداد الجثامين لكن قضيه نصر ابو حميد واستشهاده هي كانت اليوم هي العنوان الاساسي مع استرداد الجثامين طبعا احنا مجرد انهم حكوا استشهاد نصر ابو حميد هو كان في اجماع من الكل الفلسطيني ونفير عام في كل الوطن مش بس في طول كرم في كل المدن الفلسطينيه نحكي اليوم عن طول كرم هو كان بمثابه استنفار كامل كانت كل المؤسسات الوطنيه والاهليه المدنيه الطلاب الكل الفلسطيني الكل الكرم كان اليوم حاضر وواقف متكاتف متعاطف ومع ام الشهيد اللي هي ام ناصر حميد. اوكي سو ذا مينينج اوف مارك وين سم بيبول دايت تو ريزيستنس ان دايت اوف مارك ات ويل بي ذا هايست ليفل اور سيرتيفيكيت فور اني وان ات از اب اول ثينجز اب ريزيدنس اب اني كايند اوف يا It can be the collective of the people. Uh, yeah, when someone murdered, like what happened today, it was like uh, an activity, a normal activity to ask to demand the return of the bodies. But when Nasser announced Nasser died as a prisoner and as a, a resistance person and a, as a symbol, the people like. Without announcing, if you announce that there is an activity, there will be like uh, tens or maximum hundreds of people will be gathered. But when it announced that this one become a martyr, people normally, without inviting, come and gather and feel feel it. So it is just like uh, something like 
the matter, according to the Palestinians, is the Hebrew, is the symbol of the resistance. It doesn't matter how he, how he died or how he killed, by uh, suffering uh, through the occupation or by uh, shoot by the occupation, directly or indirectly. So the matter is the big issue, and no one can cross the line of the martyrs. وحالة نصر أبو حميد داخل السجون هو يعني حقيقي كان يعني هو أسير الحالة اللي كان موجود فيها والحالة المرضية اللي كان موجود فيها كانت تستدعي إنهم على الأقل يخلوا سبيله ويتعالج في المستشفيات عندنا لكن هم أصروا أصروا على إعدامه بدم بارد وأصروا إنهم يضلهم معتقلينه رغم مرضه الشديد بالسرطان وهم كانوا يعاقبوا مش بس المريض هم كانوا يعاقبوا أمه لصبرها اللي اللي لا احد يستطيع ان يصبر زيها وكما قلنا ونقول هي خنساء فلسطين وحتى اليوم قالت يعني بعذاب وبالم انه حتى لو استشهد ابني انا ما زلت صابره وساقاوم الاحتلال فهي الحاله اللي اليوم تشكلت هي كانت عدا انه احتلال هي الحاله العاطفيه والانسانيه لكل شعر فيها من هذا الاحتلال المجرم تجاه المريض الاسير ناصر ابو حميد like, uh... According to Nasser case, he was suffering from uh, cancer for a long time, and his his, his case is hopeless for a long time. And but they refused to release him in order to be treated outside in hospitals, and they are not treating him in Israeli hospital because they take him to the hospital, they take him back to the prison many times. So they refused to release him in order, not just uh, a kind of uh, like uh, punishing him. It is a collective punishment for the whole uh, prisoners and their families, and especially uh, to his mother, who are the most patient lady that she has like uh, five others or five prisoners and one martyr. Uh, and they want to punish her because she is still like patient and that's why today she announced that yeah she knows she expected that death of her son but she said that even if he died i will continue struggling with the prisoner's family it is not he's not only my son he's the son of the of the nation so we are keeping struggling طبعا رغم كل هذا العذاب اللي صار وخلي امه يمكن خلوها تشوفه يعني هو في اضعف حالاته حتى لما دخل الغيبوبه وحتى لما استشهد وهم كانوا عارفين انه خلص هو يعني موت سريري بالكامل ولغايه الان قبل ايام كيف؟ قبل ايام خلوها تشوفه امبارح سمحوا لها تشوفه لانه هو خلص يعني شبه ميت ورغم كل هذا الحكي ما زال مكبل بالسرير وهم ميت. Yeah, this is a new issue that when they allowed his mother to see him only yesterday, that they know that he is already done. And in his weakness issue that and of course he is not like speaking or he's that, but she saw him in his weakness issues, it is a kind of uh, like what we call it 
punishing her even. Even this allowed to see her deserve a kind of punishing. And, uh, and also she saw him why he was, even he lost everything, he was charged in that, in that bed. Yeah, is it possible to explain a bit more some of the struggles that the Marxist Association helps with, like trying to get the bodies returned to families, for example? Yeah. <laughs> So before the question I would get, he uh, hoped that uh, they will not, uh, they will uh, give the body of Nasib back soon, even he not expected that, he not expected that before the collective punishment. In order, according to humanity, issue for the family. Yeah, but maybe they will not. Uh, what the question is about about madame mumkin yahtajizu yahtajizu طبعاً محتسين الآخرين شو بتعملوا لموضوع استدار جلسة يعني إحنا منحاول قدر الإمكان إنه نناشد المؤسسات الدولية والحقوقية والصليب الأحمر ودائماً بنعمل فعاليات ونشاطات إنه نذكر العالم إنه لسه في عنا شهداء في المقابر مقابر الأرقام في الثلاجات ومن طالب من خلال حضورهم عنا وهي المقابلة إنه كمان هم يرفعوا الصوت عالي ويطالبوا معنا في استرداد هذه الجثمين اللي محتجزة لدى الاحتلال وهي لا تؤثر عليهم وبالعكس في صوت يهودي بيقول إنه هاي الجثمين وجودها في الداخل عندهم هو غير قانوني فهم هاي احتجازها يعني إحنا بنتمنى إنه يفرجوا عن هاي الجثمين والأهالي كلهم يشعروا أنهم دفنوا أولادهم على الطريقة الشرعية بالمقابر ويشعروا في هدات البال والراحة الحقيقية هم 117 117 the cemetery of non-bodies or anti-retaliatory With the occupation, we are doing activity, uh, including uh, asking the international uh, organization who are involved in these issues to put the bridge on Israel to release those bodies. Besides, uh, even there is an Israeli Jewish organization who asked that this keeping the bodies of the martyrs or prisoners who die is illegal under the international law. There is voices inside Israel saying that it's a the Jewish community. Even in their holy book, the Torah, it is uh, a kind of crime to keep the bodies of a martyr without giving him back to his family, to his nation, to bury him and to feel like be so the feeling feel at least happy not happy like feeling that the, the soul is rest طبعا احنا عندنا على مستوى الوطن 
شهداء في مقابر الارقام 256 في الثلاجات 119 على مستوى فلسطين كلها 119 سو ذا مارز ان ذا سيمتري اوف نمبرز ار 256 and in the refrigerator freezer 119 طول كرم فيها ست So the people who are listening who don't know what the cemetery of numbers means, is it possible to just briefly explain? In the people who don't know what the cemetery of numbers means, is it possible to just briefly explain? In the people who don't know what the cemetery of numbers means, is it possible to just briefly explain? هم بيقولوا انه كل واحد معروف في شهاد عيان كانوا شايفين انهم هم يعني مش شرط انه يكون الجسم كامل احيانا قطع لحم بتعرف كيف اه فهم بيدفنوا حتى عشوائي بحطوا مجرد رقم وفي شهاد على هذا الحكي وفي عده مقابر موجوده في يمكن بالتلبسان في الشمال وفي عده مناطق يعني وهذول يعني بعتقد راح يتحللوا ما حدا في الاخر راح يعرف فيهم شيء يعني معظم الناس بتعرف انه في شهداء ارقام بس وينهم واليه انه الواحد يحصل على ابنه الحقيقي هذا شيء صعب بعتقد لانهم اكيد يعني لما بحطوهم في في تحت التراب اكيد بيتحلل So the the symmetrical numbers is uh, the Palestinian martyrs who are died by resistance and especially who, who come from abroad or killed in the, like armed clashes and sometimes uh, they found part of the bodies. The Israelis used to take this part of the bodies and bury them in random places like there's one uh, in Bisan. Northeast uh, Palestine, uh, near the Jordan Valley, south, inside 48, and one in the north, and they give numbers. They, this, they said that they keep the numbers and they have the files when it is the time to be released, because I think like uh, three years ago they released with Hezbollah, but they maybe changed, they released some 90. 99, I think, of the bodies, some of the bodies. And some of the bodies are not related to what they say. Yeah, like Dalal Mughrabi is a martyr who killed in Tel uh, Aviv, 74, I think, in Tel Aviv. And they claim that they, they release her body, but with the DNA tests happening, it is not her. Not bad of course, they release some bones, some whatever remains in this cemetery. And at that time, it's, uh, Germany is the one who like, made the agreement between Hezbollah to release them. But it's good that nowadays there is 
DNA test and something that happening. But sometimes there is somebody and it is not that. It is just about what remains. Maybe the story of that. But at least this can, can give some rest that we released. And it gives more pain or even. But yeah. this is the kind of symmetries where they kill someone elderly, they put them yeah, for a long time. Uh, from the second intifada, most of the bodies are still in freezers, but some of them move to be buried under them. يعني هي الرسالة الحقيقية إنه كل أم مؤمنة أو أب مؤمن وابنه شهيد ومحتجز عند الاحتلال هو ممكن ومؤمن إنه هاي الجثة أو الروح أو بالأحرى هي الروح طلعت عند ربها لكن الطبيعة الإنسانية إنها ما بتقبل إشي مجهول يعني كل أم بتحب إنها ابنها يجي عندها وتدفنه بالطريقة الصح وعلى الطريقة الدينية وإنها تقعد فوق قبره تحكي معاه على الأقل أو تخاطبه وهي عارفة إنه مش موجود لكن على الأقل هي بتفرغ كل هاي الطاقة السلبية بتشعر إنه هذا ابنها موجود بين إيديها بتقرأ عليه آية قرآن فهي بتشعر في في في, في راحة نفسية We know that the one who killed uh, his soul is goes to their God or whatever. Uh, but uh, the issue emotionally for the mother of this, uh, yeah, she needs to know the place and the tomb of her sons to visit, to read the Holy Quran and other things that it means feeling. Yeah, the suffering, feeling suffering, someone uh, died and his body are thrown somewhere in the, in the ground or keeping in refrigerators, it, it keep the suffering going on. <laughs> so it is just an emotional thing that you know that he died, he got. But this is the uh, emotional feelings that, and the Israeli occupation are also like uh, banishing uh, this emotional thinking of especially mothers and sisters and وطالما الجثه او ابنها الشهيد مفقود عنها وبعيد عنها هو الجرف بضل ينزف so the mother uh, emotionally injured will be continue when her son's body and soul are far away and unknown where is it. وبالمقابل طبعا اليهود هذا المحتل الغاشم انه لو عنده ضربه انسانيه ضربه انسانيه او بقيس بكيل مش بمكيالين بمكيال واحد ولما يبقى عنده هو مخطوف في دوله جندي او جثه هو ببيع الدنيا كلها مستعد قايد باي ثمن عشان يرجع هاي الجثه لاهلها. فهو هناك بيشتغل في إنسانية وهنا بيشتغل في 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 انتقام. so yeah the Israelis in general the occupation the Jewish in general also you know when they have like a kidnapped soldiers or a killed soldiers with the hand of the Palestinians or any anywhere in the country they will pay everything to get it back. so yeah but 
this is a kind of double standard. They, they will announce a lot that this is a human issue that it should be go, the body or the soul should go back. But when it comes to the Palestinians, as you see the numbers, and after many years, there is still like more than 300 still like unknown or in the refrigerator. It is a double standard when they are talking to the world and media and uh, about the human rights. So I have two questions actually in relation to this directly. Um, one, you spoke a lot about the suffering of the mothers and I'm wondering, are the mothers also organized? Are they organized in the Martyrs Association or do they also have their own organization? Um, like what, what kind of role do mothers play in organizing? And then the second question I had is, you spoke a lot about this torture that the occupation is putting Palestinian families through. And I'm wondering, is there other ways as well that the occupying forces are attacking, for example, funerals or uh, graves or cemeteries or anything like that? Like, do the Israeli forces also do these kinds of things? Yeah. <laughs> عندهم دور في استرداد جذابين الشهداء أو شو دورهم يعني إلهم اتحاد اللحابين ولا هم في التجمع وبعدين الاحتلال له تاريخ كبير في مهاجمة حتى الجنازات حتى المقابر حتى مقابر الشهداء وهاي فتحدث شوية عن أوكي. طبعا بالنسبة للدور الأمهات عدا عن صبرهم دائما هن الحالة الحاضرة أمام الإعلام أمام حقوق الإنسان هاي الأمهات إلها دور كبير إنه تحاول توصل رسالتها لأي حدا بقدر يرفع الصوت عالي هن دائما موجودات في أي فعالية دائما اتصالهن أمهات الشهداء تقريبا يعني لاش نقول في مع بعض في في باقي المدن لكن على الأقل في كل مدينة إلهن اتصالاتهن مع بعض في أي مسيرة حدا بدعوهن هن بكون الموجودات بحكن كل واحدة عن معاناتها وأكيد هن يعني بأثرن يعني بالآخر هي ما ما مش حاملة أم سكسين وطلع الطخ اليهود هي بتقول بدي ابني فقط لا غير Yeah, about uh, the mothers of martyrs, always they are uh, available in every activity and they have their own relation and they are the ones who are speaking directly to the human rights organization, to the media, because their voices and their emotions is more strong than others talking about their sons. So they always, when there's an activity, always they are come and participate and talk about their suffering beside uh, the patients they are carrying all the time. طبعاً إحنا هناك الكثير من الحالات اللي عند استشهاد الأبناء اليهود أول شغل يعني إذا كان استشهادهم رح يهدموا بيته. طبعا هاي بالنسبة للجواب الثاني لها هدم بيوت اعتقال أبو إخوته هجومهم أو متابعتهم لأسرة الشهيد باستمرار مضايقاتهم منحهم من السفر منحهم من الدخول لإسرائيل اعتقال أبنائهم بشكل دوري 
يعني المضايقات موجوده دائما باستمرار لاي شيء هم بيعرفوا انه هذا بشكل مضايقه للفلسطيني هم بيعملوه. So about uh, the issue is not uh, stopped the punishment or the occupation violence not stopped when they kill the martyrs or finished. Yeah, the collective punishment follows that his family. Of course, after the martyr, they will arrest some part of part of their families. All the time, the families are focused and prevent from uh, traveling, prevent from uh, uh, like working inside Israel, for example, they get their missions. Yeah, they follow. Of course, they will start some. Most of the martyrs who are armed resistance, the Israelis, the first collective punishment is demolishing uh, the family house. Uh, yeah, prisoners or martyrs, demolishing the, uh, the family house. Like Nasser Abu Ahmed, his family house destroyed three times. When people rebuilt it, they destroyed And many martyrs, the collective punishment continue either. According to your uh, question, even the part of the question, like uh, they attack uh, what happened with Shirin Abu Akhri as a journalist, they attack even the funnel uh, and uh, the grave, uh, and also they attack uh, many funnels happening because it can be a, a kind of demonstration or yeah, an activity about his death. طبعا انا ممكن احكي لهم مثال حي عن الحاله اللي صارت عندنا so, yeah. وممكن احكيها ممكن احكيها بتعمق وبالم وانا بتمنى اني لو انا قادر احكيها بالانجليزي واشعركم مدى الالم والعواطف اللي احنا بنعيشها يوم يوم بعد فقدان اخونا طبعا احنا لما اخونا استشهد مباشره بعد 45 يوم هدموا بيتنا بكل محتوياته بكل ما فيه دون سابق انذار طالبوا باعتقالنا احنا ما كنا موجودين نوع من العقاب زوجتي وهي طبعا ما طلعنا ولا اي شيء من البيت زوجتي بلشت تطلع في الولاد في بنت الصغيره نايمه لسه جوا ففاتت طلعت ولدين فاتت تطلع البنت الصغيره ولاد بحكي لها ستوب تيك انف بتقول له ماي دوتر ستيل انسايد سليبنج ذا اوفيسر said stop it's you take enough we will explosion with فوق راس بنتي هو احنا عارفين انه مش راح يفهم هذا الحكي بس انت تخيل عاطفه الام وهي تسمع انه لا فيش تاخذي بنتك بنتك راح تضل منفجر الدار انت اخذت اولادي كفايه فهذا نوع من الالم البسيط اللي احنا عشناه ولسه هناك الكثير اللي راح احكي عبير ما Died, they explode their home. Like four floors, family house, a big family house, and they explode it for 45 days, even without giving them like 15 minutes. They didn't remove anything from the building except the people. And when his wife has Uh, trying to take out her kids. Well, uh, taking the kids, uh, 15 minutes are over, and there is a daughter. Small daughter. 
small daughter is still sleeping and she wants to return back to pick her. And then the commander stopped her, tell her that you take enough time to move everything. She tell him that my daughter is sleeping, I want to pick her. She knows that he will not refuse, but he said that, no, you take So what's the feeling of a mother? going to big hair from the Dimension House. This is something happening. Uh, I remember that time. It is 2001. 2002. I'm a journalist and we go to... So speaking now about this specific issue, uh, his issue, while he is remembering every single detail happening at that time. وكمية الألم والمعاناة حاسسها إنها موجودة لغاية الآن. حتى أولاد الصغار لما بتذكروا هاي اللحظات وهم كانوا أطفال. وأنا يعني كل ذكريات السنين الطويلة كيف بنينا بيوتنا وعشنا وكان أخونا عايش معنا وخلفنا أطفالنا. كل هذا الحكي الاحلام والذكريات والامال كلها هدموها مع البيت. So it is not like demolishing a building, demolishing the dreams, how, how this house is built step by step, how it goes inside together as brothers. Yeah. This kind of collective punishment, how you can be, it is not the mortal issues, the other issues happening after. طبعا والدتي موجوده فكان الناس يجوا يحكوا لها يعني هدوا البيت فبتقول لهم راح اللي اغلى من البيت so مش راح اتاسف على البيت وكانوا دموعها ينزلوا على عينيها when they asking the mother that yeah you're building your house is gone of course the mother will say that the most expensive issue The mother himself is gone, so it is not no stories about buildings and others. This is kind of. أنا هذا الحكي مهم جدا أنك أنت تحكي لهم إياه بالعاطف اللي أنا بحكيها هي لغاية الآن بتحتفظ في أوعي كل فترة والتانية بتطول أوعي وبتحطين هاي كان يلبسها هاي الأكل كان أحبها I cannot translate that emotional thing because she's still alive and she's still keeping his clothes, his issues from time to time. She bring it back out of the cupboard. And yeah, it is difficult to translate. <laughs> أسلم جبتهم وأدفنها في إيدي. Of course his body is still there since 2002. وإنها تقعد على قبره تدعي له بالرحمة وتموت. هاي آخر طلب لها. The only hope that she is living because and because she is an old woman now more than 80 
yeah, <laughs> and, um, yeah. What she hoped is to have his body back and bury him and sit for a moment in his grave in his tomb. And that's it. That's what she uh, hoped. يعني هاي الحالة بفضل أنا أحكي فيها حقيقي. I think it's very difficult about personal issues. Difficult to understand or to speak about. We are sorry, Asaf Allah Yarhamu. I'm very sorry that. Yeah, this is this is a kind of issue that we met the collection, the head of the collection, and one of the families of Maltas. Thank you for talking to us about that. Yes. Thank you for hearing hearing us and what we're suffering. Thank you.